Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. It's your favorite bad girl, Dr. Io, here with another episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love. Thank you so much for being here with me today. So have you ever been like the girl from 51st Dates? (laughs) Is that how you felt? You're just going date after date without anything sticking and trying it over and over again, having the same conversations, the same banter. It can be so exhausting. You get dressed up every time, get your hopes up, and sometimes even have an amazing time. Then crickets, nothing. You may be confused about why you're having so many first date disasters or even getting ghosted. It would be easy to just blame him, whoever he is, but maybe there are some things that you need to be doing differently. You can nail your first date and leave him wanting more of you. So before the days of online dating and social media, it really was not so easy to meet people. You went about your daily life and got all dressed up on a Saturday night, hoping to bump into someone you were actually interested in and connected with. So when you did meet someone and actually get to the phase of setting up a date, it was a really big deal. I can remember so many times that I called my friends and told them all about this new guy I had met that I'd be going out with. I would make sure my hair was just right, my outfits on point, head out with so much excitement. And from my opinion, a lot of the dates went really well. We would talk, we would laugh, and sometimes even have a good night kiss or two, only never to hear from him again, or even worse, for sporadic calls and maybe texts to come, and then it dwindled down to nothing. I just couldn't figure out where things were going wrong, where maybe I was going wrong. So on one of my first dates, I decided to basically take matters into my own hands. At the end, I flat out asked the guy, I can't remember his name now, but I just remember at the end of the date, I thought things had gone well. So I was like, he'll be a good person to ask. Because if a date doesn't go well, like you get it. You get like, uh, we weren't vibing or the conversation sucked or there was no chemistry. You get it. But if the date went well, you really want to know like, okay. So I just said, you know, I thought things went well. You know, how do you think things went? And, you know, do you think you might want to get together again? (laughs) So I'm not afraid. He replied, well, probably, but, but I'm not really sure. And I was like, well, you know, that's fine, but just, you know, let me know, you know, what the issue was or were we not vibing? Did I get the chemistry wrong? And he's like, no, you know, there's a lot of chemistry. It was super cool, but you seemed distracted throughout the date. And you honestly didn't really seem that into me because you barely told me anything about yourself. I was like, huh. I mean, that came as a real surprise to me as I felt you know, that I had been sharing and talking about myself. But when I thought back to it, 
you know, I really did ask him a bunch of questions and, you know, listen a lot. And I guess I didn't fill in many personal gaps about myself. So I told him, you know, like what I did for a living and things like that. But, you know, I guess I didn't share, you know, a lot of personal things or anything unique to myself. And also, I scheduled a date while I was on call. This was back when I was in residency. And you were rarely not on call. So I was like, I'm scheduling this date no matter what. So whatever. Um, So I had a bunch of calls. I had to step away and go answer. So it did kind of ruin the flow. But I didn't think enough for him to think, okay, like, you weren't that into me. And luckily, these things are relatively simple things. They weren't like character flaws or things that were crazy or weird about me, but they were things that I really hadn't thought about or thought, you know, this won't be a big deal. So once I kind of took those under, under advisement and just thought more about how I was engaging in my first dates, I started to get those calls back and the next date set up. And I had turned things around and so much better luck popped up moving forward. So you can nail your first date and leave him wanting more of you. It's so important that you're cognizant and aware of how you're interacting on your date. I mean, you might really think you're an expert dater or that you're showing off your winning personality or that you're so funny or blah, blah, but actually you might be falling flat for the other person and you only get one chance to make an amazing first impression. So you have to use this time wisely. So I'm going to give you some tips for how to rock your first date. And I've learned these, you know, by experience and also, you know, done some asking of different guys and actually women as well, you know, what they, you know, want to see out of their first dates and things that makes them not call someone back after a first date. So number one is, you know, kind of directly from my example, you have to be present in the moment. Like, you know, again, in my example, I thought I was killing these dates, like that it was like, oh, I'm super, you know, bright and all this stuff. But it turns out I wasn't fully dialed in, you know, and it had made my date feel I wasn't interested. And and it could have really nixed my chances of a future date if I hadn't, you know, asked him and addressed it. So while you're on a first date or any date for that matter, try to limit your distractions, whether it be your cell phone or you're taking them to a place where you might get interrupted or know a lot of people, or even if you're just having a bad day and you're just really not into it and it's not, you know, generally um, going to be how you act, you know, you might have, you know, had a horrible day at work or something really bad happened in your family or, you know, who knows, but if you're having a bad day and you're not going to be yourself, then that might not be the time when you want to hang out. So you might want to possibly reschedule. So try to be focused on the present. So if you don't think you can that day for any reason, you know, just be honest with your date and let them know, you know, this happened or I possibly need to reschedule. Otherwise, put that phone and that pager for me. Yes, it was the pager days. Actually, I think they still use pagers in the hospital. So maybe I'm not that off, but... Put your phone down, put your pagers down, put the distractions away and have fun and be in the moment. All right. Number two, wear what makes you feel sexy. So there's nothing like showing up to a first date you were excited about only to see your date in sweatpants or like basketball gear. And that never happened to me before. It's happened to me so many times, especially when I was younger. But even when I was older, I'm like, are you just coming from the gym? 
Like, what? Did you not remember we had a date today? Well, the same goes for you. You can't show up to a date looking like you just threw on anything and just showed up. It sends the vibe that you aren't really taking things seriously or that you don't really care about this date. You don't have to get all dolled up and wear a little black dress or something like that, especially if you're just hitting a local local coffee shop or something like that. But it is important to be well-groomed and dressed in what makes you feel sexy and confident because when you feel your best, he'll be able to tell and it'll up the attraction ante. So, I mean, if you feel the most sexy in, you know, sweatpants or pantsuit, I mean, really just go for the look that you actually tried, you groomed yourself and that you're feeling sexy and confident. All right, next. Encourage a back and forth dialogue. So one mistake many first daters make is monopolizing all the conversation or on the contrary, not giving enough input. So a first date is where you both want to get a feel for the other person. So it can't be one-sided. So you have to be sure to open up and share some details about yourself, maybe some stories, I mean, jokes, as well as elicit conversation from them to learn more about your date. Whatever you do, do not be an oversharer. Telling him everything about yourself in one sitting is just too much, or just telling details that you do not want someone to know up front on the first time they meet you. You know those kind of details. Oh, I've had an STD before or, you know, anything that's just oversharing, don't do it. Don't be that guy. (laughs) And you both need to walk away knowing enough about the person to know if you want to meet up again. So you want to encourage a balance. So if you feel like, you know, you're doing all the talking, maybe take a step back or pause or kind of give some kind of cue that, you know, you want to know something about them, maybe ask some questions, you know, and some people aren't as talkative, but if you don't give them the chance, then, you know, it's definitely not going to work. All right. So number four, don't be afraid to flirt. Another mistake a lot of women especially make on a first date is being too stiff on the first date, like appearing closed off or not really engaged at all. And that leaves your date thinking that you're cold or frigid or just a bitch. So don't be afraid to loosen up and do a little flirting if you are interested. Eye contact always a win. You know, look it in the eyes, you know, looking engaged, following head nod. And when you couple that with some laughter, some maybe light arm touching, your date is sure to be attracted and interested. Now, don't overdo it with coming on too strong or, you know, initiating full-out makeout sessions or anything. Leave something for the imagination to elicit a chase. But you do want to, you know, put that flirting to the test. Let them know you're interested. All right. And lastly, one of the most importantly, Leave the past and future out of the first date. Stick to the present, okay? When you're discussing topics or just talking about your life, do not dredge up your past with stories about your exes or mistakes you made in a relationship. Those things can come up moving forward, but you don't want to tell all your goods up front. But, and you want to put your best foot forward. 
equally as important is not obsessing about the future and telling him how desperate you are to get married and how many kids you want ASAP and things like that. Not only will that come off as desperate, but it'll make him feel like you might rush things in a relationship and not even really care about building a strong foundation and really getting to know him as a person. So you definitely want to make sure that you don't rush talking about the future. Now, if future goals come up, especially, you know, sometimes you're talking about career and things you want to do. And if it organically comes up that you would like to be married and shared, that's fine. It's That's different because that doesn't appear desperate and clingy and, and strange. But be clear to discuss that you want those things to happen with the right person and at the right time. You know, you don't want to be intense and off-putting. So just to recap, be present in the moment. Wear what makes you feel sexy, but be groomed and cute. Encourage back and forth dialogue. Don't be afraid to flirt and leave the past and future out of it. All right. Now, this is my favorite part of the show. I always tell you that. What would Dr. Ayo do? In this segment, I answer your questions or comments or maybe share stories um, from either my website or Instagram or Facebook. So today, um, we've got a letter from Megan. My name is Megan, and I'm 27 years old. I've been out of the dating game for a while as I had a long-term boyfriend for years. Since being back in the game, I've been on about four or five dates but never had follow-up dates. A couple of them, I thought the dates went really well, and one we even hooked up that night, but things fizzled after. Not sure what's going on. I'm rusty, and I let them know up front that I've been out of the game for a while as I was in a long-term relationship and had a recent breakup, and they always seemed understanding of that. I show up very laid back during the dates without showing too much skin and not all made up so I don't appear desperate or slutty. So what the heck is going on? (laughs) Megan, I totally understand where you're coming from. It's kind of hard to get back into the game after you've been out of it for a while, whether it's a long-term boyfriend, you know, a break for you, you just took a break, you're abstaining or divorce. I mean, any of those situations, being rusty is definitely a part of the process. But girl, you are making rookie mistakes. Bringing up your ex and your past relationship right up front, that is off-putting. Unless a guy is looking to be a rebound or just hook up with you, you're looking like damaged goods. They don't want to be a captain save a hoe or get involved with someone that still might be hung up on their ex. It may come up in conversations down the line, but to bring it up up front to get some kind of pity points or grace for, you know, an awkward first date or something, that's very self-defeating. Also, coming to a first date, appearing laid back, quote unquote, or comfy or whatever look it sounds like you're going for, not to sound slutty, is not cool. It sounds like you don't even look like you're tried, like you're trying. It's okay to get dolled up and look cute on your date as long as you're not overly revealing or inappropriate for the venue or the setting. Put some effort in and look like you tried. Now, if you were just going to meet your girlfriends or something, that'd be different. But you're going to meet a guy that's a potential. So all these things signal to a man that you're not ready with the boyfriend and the ex and the being rusty. And, you know, and someone might be okay with that, depending on where they are. But in general, it is a a little off-putting and might ruin the vibe. So let's do better, do a little better, put some effort in, leave that out. If you have an awkward or rusty date, you know, just go with it. Try to do your best. You don't have to make up excuses for it. All right. Come on, ladies. These first dates are important and you only get this one shot. 
to really gauge if you have chemistry or not and, and see if you guys are really vibing. So don't overthink it, but do make it count. Now you know how to nail your first date and leave him wanting more. And that's been your episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love. Don't forget to subscribe and review and leave some comments. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.